Afternoon, everybody. So just to follow on from my podcast about fake experts and how often narcissists will hide behind that particular image. You know, they're just masking. They're masking as an expert in narcissists to get access to victims um, and to enjoy listening to or watching victims' stories of their abuse. And sometimes they'll also do it for financial reasons, for publicity reasons, to just get attention so that they can create a, a mask of credibility as they go along with a smear campaign against a genuine victim. There's lots of reasons why narcissists will pretend to be narcissistic abuse experts. And a good way to notice it, apart from the podcast yesterday, which I think gives some very good pointers and what to look out for, is they don't understand the terminology. Because they're not narcissistic abuse experts, um, they don't actually have the knowledge, the experience, or even really genuine interest in learning about narcissists to enough of a degree that their content on their websites or blogs or podcasts is correct. Now, terminology in the narcissistic abuse sector is really, really, really important. That is a huge part of my job, is making sure people understand all the different terms that they can use when reporting to their GP, reporting to a domestic abuse worker, reporting to a social worker, reporting to the police, and even sitting in a court of law that is that are universal terms and easy to explain and link to the abuse you've suffered and how that abuse has made you feel. Because if you can do those basic sort of self-declarations and self-assessments and you've got the own awareness of what's been happening to you, why? You've got far more of a chance of getting police to listen to you, social workers to listen to you, courts to listen to you, um, and medical professionals, even therapists and counsellors to listen to you. If you know what's happened to you, and you can talk about it, you're onto a winner, right? And I pride myself on teaching people the terminology. I mean, even this morning's podcast was a new piece of terminology that I've only learned recently that I uh, explained if you want to go to this morning's podcast. And I wrote a best-selling book with 112 different abuse types, uh, typical of an overt somatic narcissist in an intimate relationship. So if you've dated a narcissist, that book is for you. If you want to learn all the different ways in which an abuser will operate and why, right, so that you can give yourself closure and how to describe and explain it to people that you want to convince of what's happened to you, Dangerous Normal People, Understanding Casanova Psychopaths and the Narcissistic Virus is the book for you. It's set into three sections not chapters, the love bombing stage, the devaluation stage, and the stalking and smear campaign stage at the end, the discard, final discard, that is. And within each of those sections, it's set out like a diary. So during each month, I list the abuses that happened that month and why. So you come away from reading that book, hopefully, if you want to read it a few times and make notes in it, with 112 pieces of information, right? However small or however big, that you can say, I am a narcissistic abuse victim. This is what has happened to me. It, it empowers you, it equips you, it educates you, and it will give you closure to know that's why she did this or that's why he did that. Because the narcissist is never going to tell you why, are they? So my book might as well. 
But to move on from that and go back to my original point, you can spot a narcissist pretending to be an expert because they don't know the terminology. They get mixed up. They use the wrong language, the wrong phrases. They, they explain things wrong or they deliberately twist things. So I answered a question on Cora about reverse hoovering today. And I answered it in my usual, very authentic and honest way. You know, I, again, I feel really comfortable talking about the negative behaviours and thoughts and choices I made, the bad behaviours, choices and thoughts I made um, during and after the narcissist, the worst of my two narcissistically abusive relationships. Um, because I know, because I coach victims and I make it my job to engage with hundreds of them a day, that there is no such thing as a perfect narcissistic abuse victim. We all act out in some way or many, many ways out with our normal character, out with what is expected of an abuse victim. And reverse hoovering is a biggie. And reverse hoovering is when your narcissist has discarded you or ghosted you or is stonewalling you. Basically, they've shut you out of their life suddenly with little to no explanation. And it is absolutely natural to think, what? I want, why? Right? So you're going to call them. You're going to email them. You're going to text them. You're going to WhatsApp them. Right? In some extreme cases, victims that have had a particularly terrible time with their abuser, particularly if they were to cheat, they'll open fake accounts and go and look. You're just looking for answers. You're not looking to hurt anybody. You're looking for answers. Why? You know, why are you treating me like I am nothing? We had sex yesterday. Or why are you treating me like I'm nothing? We got married this year. You know, why? And I must repeat, reverse hoovering is nor it's abnormal for normal, healthy relationships because you shouldn't have to hoover. There shouldn't be any form of hoovering. But it's very, 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 very common in narcissistic abuse relationships. And if I speak to somebody that says, I just want answers. I just want to know why. I just want, want to know what's going on. I'm calling and I'm messaging and I'm emailing. I do not judge that person, right? And in this Cora thing, uh, answer that I put up, I explained that I used to do it. I was terrible for it. I didn't have to do it with narcissistic number one. But I, I did do it with narcissist number two. But do you know what? He always hoovered me back. Always. He would always hoover me back. It was never over. It was never a breakup. It was always a discard. And discards are often uh, misunderstood for ghosting. Now, a so-called expert who's not an expert, we all know that, okay? We all know they're just an abuser trying to uh, impersonate and attack me at the same time. Has managed to mix up and get confused with the difference between narcissistic discards ghost and ghosting, okay? And they've done that on purpose, really, to attack me and belittle me and devalue my very honest comment about reverse hoovering in regards to ghosting on Cora, right? Because that's what she does. She takes things out of context and she writes abusive content about me, targeting me. That's what she does. This is her thing. She's done it for years and years and years. 
whether she's totally stupid or is acting stupid to try and get away with what she's doing, I don't know, I don't care. Either way, it's abuse, right? And it's stalking and it's a smear campaign. But she's made a mistake again because while she's written this big, long blog mixing up the difference between ghosting by a normal person and discards by a narcissist in order to humiliate me and upset me, she looks like a narcissist sympathizer. She looks like someone who says it's perfectly okay for one human being to use, abuse and ghost. It's per- and it's abnormal and it's narcissistic and it's abusive and it's wrong for people to, to go back and reverse Hoover and want answers and want closure. So I'm going to define the difference for you, okay? Ghosting is when somebody apparently happy with a friendship, with a relationship or with communication online, for example, say you're on a dating site, suddenly out of nowhere with no hint at all, no previous discussion at all, that they are unhappy, just ghosts you, disappears literally off the face of the earth. I repeat, no warning. You've not had arguments, you've not had domestics, there's been no apparent cheating. You're basically just, that's ghosting. A discard is when somebody has used you for one or multiple ways and then cruelly drops you. But they're dropping you for a short period of time so that in that short period of time that you think you're ghosted, they can cheat and drug and drink and smear you, okay? Ghosting is forever. A discard is for a short period of time. Ghosting is done by immature people, narcissistic people, people unable to communicate or face shame, okay? Discards are done by narcissists also, right? So there is a difference between ghosting and discards. And there's very much a difference between somebody harassing uh, a ghoster or an ex, right? Because they're a prick or they're a narcissist. And there's a, uh, and the, the, the difference between somebody who has been used, abused and discarded and you just saying, I want answers. I want to speak to you. Why have you done this? Okay. Which is reverse hoovering. So the silly cow who thinks that she's an expert has slipped up yet again because she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's made loads of mistakes in previous blogs, getting terminology wrong, writing blogs where she thinks that she looks like she's an experienced expert. But all she's ended up looking like today is somebody who condones ghosting, who calls victims of narcissists who reverse hoover um, narcissists she's called that's what she's doing she's victim shaming people who reverse hoover and she looks like a narcissist sympathizer it's perfectly fine to discard someone it's perfectly fine to ghost someone what she's missed out of that entire blog is the empathy and the humanity and the understanding that a true expert like myself has